to Bottled Soccer Talk. Uh, my name is Nestor. I'm here with Henry. And this is the only show in the universe where you're going to have two guys, two mics, and two pints. Um, you know, before we start, um, this is episode 17. So mm-hmm. I, I think it's it's like written in the stars. And it's it's not a coincidence because number episode number 17 mm-hmm. aligns with championship number 17 oh. from the Los Angeles Lakers. I have to throw that in. Respect. I'm from L.A. Mm-hmm. Lifelong Lakers fan, man. It's been 10 long years. And, uh, you know, the, the king the king brought us to the promised land. Yes, sir. Uh, and, uh, you know, I couldn't be happier. So proud of my team. Yeah, he's got he's to gotta go down as a goat after this, right? Well, I don't know about the goat. Oh, there's well. still there's still a, a a man named Kobe Bryant that has some big shoes to fill in the Staples Center. Right. Is the king capable? Maybe. Maybe. But, we'll see. Uh, yeah, yeah, we'll see. Anyway, man, I just had to get that off my chest. I'm well, since been he's stewing all, I've been stewing it in. Yeah. Since Sunday night, man. Yeah. I mean, we we mostly talk uh, soccer here. You guys know that. I mean, that's why you're tuned in, right? Uh, but you know, quick shout out to the local team. Um, for me, when I see 17, it has a different significance, and that's, oh, Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> it always comes back. My, it always comes back to City. Yeah, you know, that's my <laughs> thing. But, yeah, congrats to the Lakers. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's kind of been the trend right now with international football coming in. The Lakers has have kind of made up for the non-league play that we've oh, been yeah. missing so dearly. Oh, yes. And, um, yeah, man, uh, a lot of international games going on. Some of them meaningless, others not so other, not so much I should say. Uh, you know, obviously the Nations League, whatever that means. Um, the so least interesting tournament yeah. in all of mankind. Mm-hmm. And we've had some names come out right now with you know recent COVID resurgencies. Ronaldo being the most notable. Yeah, he looks fine. I saw him post a picture today uh, supporting the team from his house, watching it on TV. I mean, you'd got to think a guy like that who can probably, uh, you know, get COVID seven times and. Seven out of seven, no harm. Just be asymptomatic. Fine, yeah, um, but yeah, uh, Weston McKinney, another guy. Um, so yeah, I mean. Yeah, so it looks like Juventus uh, is probably they're under. Um, I think they're in quarantine or in isolation. Yeah, the whole team now. Yeah, they're whole. They're locked down right now. And um, it's kind of bad news for Ronaldo and you know a lot of proponents of the the match because the Champions League the draw came out of. Juventus versus Barcelona at the end of the month. and In two weeks, I think. Two weeks from today, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. And people, you know, obviously are always going to uh, line up uh, for the uh, Messi-Ronaldo matchup, even though they probably never even <laughs> run past each other on the pitch. Um, mm-hmm. So he might not even be able to play because he, he has to test positive seven days, or test negative seven days before the match mm-hmm. for uh, Champions League protocol. Doesn't look like he's going to make it. Yeah, uh, just quickly, um, I well, I do think they do brush shoulders more often than we think. Uh, it's just it, it happens to be when when Ronaldo's in uh, Jordi Alba's pocket, and then you know uh, Messi overlaps him. Listen sometimes. to this. Uh, well, anyways, I I'm really looking forward to that matchup, and I I hope it still goes through because there's this dialogue going on right now. I hope it's just rumors that some leagues or some play might get shut down for mm-hmm. some time because yeah. of the second wave of uh corona um you'd hate to see that really coronavirus. so 
yeah um so it's, it's kind of sucks man but um i don't know where were there any international games that you were fixated on uh, I did. I did uh, pay attention to the. Uh, I think last week we spoke about the Mexico uh, Netherlands game, like a preview. No, uh, did we? Yeah, uh, I don't know, but they did play, and Mexico looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Mexico looked pretty good against Netherlands. They got the one zero win. Uh, Tegatito, Corona. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of Corona, yeah, uh, did did pretty good. I'm actually sipping on some right now. Oh, uh, there you familiar. go. Familiar, not the. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Look pretty good. Um, Raul Jimenez is, is not scoring, but he is creating play, and uh, he's just a terrific back to the post, uh, back to the goal um, striker. Do I do wish he did score more? He'd get a lot of a lot less criticism, uh, but you know, Mexico is always going to be short uh, short passes and quick play, and Netherlands. Um, they kind of had like a resurgence, but also they didn't bring their A team and like players like Van Dyke and stuff. They were subbed out halftime, so can't be can't be can't be overly uh, praising of of Mexico, and we can't be too hard on Netherlands, mm-hmm. even though their their manager now I don't I don't know if he's up to the task. He has been catching a lot of uh, a lot of heat, uh, Frank de Boeuf. Yeah, well, you know, he's recently taken on this team. Not he's only been there a few months, I believe. Ever since like a month or so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ronald Koeman has moved on to better things, um, at least for the moment. Well, yeah. I mean, that's objective, I guess, or subjective, I should say. But uh, my biggest takeaway from Mexico's performance, as I watched both of their games, we'll get into the second one in a little bit. Um, I actually didn't really follow up so much, but kept up with the game. You know, game events, red cards, or you know, fouls. Um, for me, Mexico looks like a really scary team going forward. Um, you know, even Lainez, as you know, some people like to clown him. He's still a solid player, and he proved it again this weekend, um, or this week, I should say. You know, I bet this he's not get, given the fair shake yet, kind of. Uh, it'd be nice to get him out there on the pitch so we can really know what he can do. Yeah, it's tough. It's, it's tough. tough to gauge a player when mm-hmm. his only real playing time is international breaks. Right. Um Having said that, I'm glad that he's sticking it out in Betis. Yeah. Um, what's Pellegrini's record of playing young players? He's a uh, he's always tentative. He's very cautious. Like any manager, he's gonna put the lineup out that is destined to get the best result. And truthfully, I I wish Lainez would get more playing time, but it makes sense why he hasn't, given some of the talent that exists on that team already. Yeah. And and not only that that. That talent is so good, but they've been doing it for three consecutive seasons under different managers and still managing to be just outside of that Champions League zone. So I think that's why Pellegrini is going with his short guns uh, first. Um, there is a, there, are, there are spots for him to take up soon. There's some older players that are going to be leaving soon. So if he's trying to work up the pecking order, this is a good time to just put your head down, train hard, and, and show, the, show the manager that you, know, you really want to yeah. get on that field. Yeah, I mean, he's only 19, 20, right? So he's still yeah. really young. Yeah, there's yeah. There's not, you know, there's no shame in, in not starting right away. I mean, you still have players like Phil Foden who mm-hmm. are highly touted, even though he gets a lot more playing time than Linus. But, yeah. you know, that's just one example. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, Mexican players. I, um, Tata Martino has actually come out and said that uh, something that I've, that I've been talking about for a long time, and that's that... Um, Mexican players, they have their comfort zone in Mexico, in the Mexican league. 
you know, they've always they're used to being the best guy on the team. They're used to getting guaranteed playing time. They get paid pretty well, you know, and they're at home. You know, they're they're not really challenged when they're playing uh, in Mexico versus when they go out to Europe. They don't necessarily get the start. They're not the best guy on the team. And uh, I I can see how that's demoralizing. But at the same time, it's, you know, it it is a a challenge uh, for you to get better. And, um, you know, a lot of Mexican players are, they're very tentative about that. They're, you know, they're very iffy when they do go and they don't see that they're getting regular playing time. They just cross their arms, put their head down and go home. Yep, exactly. I just enacted that he just, in a He just mined it out, man. That was beautiful. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, and then there's players that have toughed it out for years and years, like uh, Raul Jimenez. Yeah. Had almost no playing time in Atletico. I respect that. Mm-hmm. Uh, on and off, and Benfica comes to the Premier League, tears it up, and he just signed a new contract, I think, till uh, 2023 or 25 or something like that. Yeah, it was something like that. So mm-hmm. that, that goes to show the respect that they have for him and their desire to keep him. Mm-hmm. Um, I wish more players toughed it out, and I hope Lainez toughs it out. Um, I hope Pisado, when he eventually makes the, um, you know, the hop across the pond, mm-hmm. does the same thing. He, he seems like that anyway. Right. Um, and it's only going to make Mexico better. Right now, though, you know, even though U.S. hasn't played any international games, right now I think player to player, they're, you know, as hard as it is to admit, they're better. Barely, not by much. It's it's yeah, close, yeah. and there's we don't have anything to go by yet. But yeah, yeah I, I mean, as far as like actual play, we have nothing to go by. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I, it's a lot more even now than in the past. Right. Um, the one thing that that Mexico is always going to have over U.S. is just when not every player, but when when certain players put on that shirt, man, it, it's like. It's like they get like a plus two, just yeah, but like level. Like they they turn into their <laughs> team of the week. There there's form. an immense passion behind every yeah, game. Yeah, it's but it and the fan base demands that from them. Yeah, exactly. And my whole thing is from what I saw from Mexico, a great attacking team. I think they have they do have issues defensively that need to be addressed. Um, yeah. I think there there's a lot of opportunities that can be created against them. Yeah, they're not sending their best to the defense. No, not 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 so far. I mean, they're okay. They're not terrible, but I'm saying as an opponent, I think you attack them any day. You don't want to sit back on them because you're inviting pressure from top players like Jimenez, Tecatito, and Lainez. Yeah. That, that front trident is so, so sharp. Uh, but in the defense and, and even the midfield, um, uh, Achiache didn't look his best. It looks like he's definitely – he has declined a bit, um, in my mm-hmm. opinion, from the highlights that I watched. Yeah. Um, well, I think we were talking about this earlier that yeah. um, when you're playing in a, in a system like uh, Atletico mm-hmm. – you know that's so disciplined and that and that's obviously so worked that you it's tough to break out of that mentality. Yeah. You know, and we can we can get into the Atletico problem later on. Like, well, not the problem, but like this little thing I've noticed mm-hmm. from Atletico players. Oh right, right, yeah. But um, yeah. Um, how does he uh, Achache? You know, that's that's a pretty good question yeah. to to figure out because he's he's always run a lot. He's no. I've always rated him as a midfielder. Um, yeah. But I. He's a good ball winner, um, and he can 30. build an attack. And he's thirty. Okay, it's yeah, not too old. Got, he's still got a, a good, uh, good amount of gas in the tank. Yeah. Um, Especially since he's not a shoe-in starter for Atletico. Yeah, it's just for me. I, 
I expected more. I expect a little bit more. Um, and and I saw a lot of Mexico fans tweeting about it. Like, yeah, Achiachi is not, he's not looking like as good as he was. Or and yeah. it's not because of. I mean, I don't think it's because of what Atleti has done to him so much. I think it's just. Um, I don't know. Uh, well, it is in a way because they play so defensively. He doesn't look as sharp going forward, and that's what Mexico needs right now. Well, that that used to be his bread and butter. He used to be able to just pick a pass anywhere and uh, come in for long range shots. Long range shots, yeah, very good that, at that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it is concerning, but I mean, the, we haven't had an international break in in a long it's been time. So long. Too. It's hard to gauge it, you know. And yeah, for I anybody, think, really. And, and even in league play, I, I hesitate to be so hard on players because it's so strange. Still fresh, yeah. Mm. And, we're, yeah, we're still... Yeah, but yeah. Their, their match against Algeria, um, you know, that that was a, you know, for me, and uh, Tata Martino said this as well, that was going to be a tougher game. And that's only because our, Algeria took their team. Like, this was like a... Yeah, they have to, yeah. Yeah, and... Um, and they played a really good team, um, just top players. Yeah, um, go on, go on. Mares. I mean, yeah. obviously Mares. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna bring up, but even Ben Acer, who made the first goal, the AC Milan guy, AC Milan guy and City player scoring is is a dream against my rivals. Yeah. But uh, Mexico tied that game two two, even though they were down a man, um, Algeria. So, I mean, it, it could have been, uh, it, it could have been a result for Mexico where they could have taken advantage of, but. It's no shame in going out to a side or, you know, just drawing a side like Algeria because they have some players that are just class, man. Um, but, you know, the way and this is just the point I was going to get at is the, the goals that were scored, maybe with like a more um, polished uh, center back pairing, like what we've come to know in Rafa Marquez and even Sal- Salcedo to, a, to an extent. Hey, uh, Salcedo, mm-hmm. uh, Claudio Suarez, uh, the list goes on. The yeah. Mexicans usually had a pretty good center back pairing and i i don't i like nestor araujo uh he's solid and hector moreno but uh i don't know they just didn't look like they were clicking and this yeah. could be all due to like what you said it's been a while since they yeah. played but and um moreno's playing in a lower quality league he's where is he now in cutter oh that's right that's yeah. right dude. yeah i hate it yeah he was a uh, like, previous to that he was in that's, uh, a, that's such a weak move yeah yeah i mean he was he was doing well in I think Netherlands. Yeah, he was in Netherlands, and then there was another, there was another defender you guys had uh, somewhere. I think it was was it Edson Alvarez? Uh, uh, yeah, Alvarez. Yeah. 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 So I mean, you guys have the the capacity there, but it's gonna come down to Tata really finding that that back four and and you know locking it down. Yeah. Maybe even the fullbacks because yeah, Mars was, was having that. his way. You yeah, know? I was about to say that. Well, Mars is Mars. He's gonna do that. He has a yeah. He has a bag of tricks, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, the the cool thing about Tecatito is he's shown that he can actually play the the right back position. He he's so he's valuable. Wing, he can be a wing back. He he's pretty versatile. He's shown that in the last season or two. Um, but I know Mexico wants him up front, and yeah. uh, I don't think Chucky was available either, right? I don't think so, and it's probably best that he wasn't. Yeah, but yeah. Italy's right now kind of resurging as a hot spot for COVID again. Yeah. Uh, Napoli just a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. and now Juve. Um, even though they didn't even meet when they were supposed to. Uh, but we'll talk a little bit about that in a little bit. Um, oh yeah. But yeah, man. Um, I like Mexico. Um, yeah, Concacaf is is um, you know getting better. Yeah, the good, good teams are getting better anyway. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and you know, and any good results, and I like you know what they did today or not today this week um, reflect good on on this side of the world. Sure. Against Netherlands, especially that was a big result. Yeah, Netherlands. Anywhere you cut it is a big is a big team. Yeah, exactly. Um, and 
Well, I guess since we're touching on Mexico now, I mean, if I were to give my bid on the U.S. and what they need to do to be at their top potential, I think, I don't know if Greg Greg Berhalter is the guy, for one. That's that's a separate aspect. But we definitely need to get some some friendlies in so, so we can really gauge where they're at. But on paper, man, and just me building my lineup, it would be uh, Zach Steffen, Man City backup goalkeeper right now, um, Serginho Dest, new Barca man, uh, Chris Richards, uh, who's a center back for Bayern, John Brooks, who's a center back at Wolfsburg, and left back, uh, and Anthony Robinson from Fulham. Then I'm going with a three in the middle. I go Adams, Weston McKinney, and Gio Reyna as my attacking mid. Mm-hmm. And then my front three is Pulisic. Adams uh, is the weak link in that midfield, by the way. Yeah, he's trash. By no, far. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I go Pulisic, uh, uh, Timo no Weah, um, who's at Lille right now. And the striker is a tough one. George Weah's son? Um, yeah, George Weah's son. Um, well, striker's tough because, uh, you know, you can go Josh Sargent, who's currently at Werder Bremen. He's shown that he's at a top level. You know, Werder Bremen isn't like a top, top European side, but they're kind of in there, you know. Uh, playing in Germany, and then uh, they have... Are they even in Europa? Yeah. Uh, Like, let's say some people who are MLS stands are going to say, well, what's up with Jordan Morris or Giazzi Zardes? Giazzi Zardes. I think Wando's got to be out of the picture by now. I hope so, because, nah, fuck that, man. Well, Wando's probably better than Giazzi Zardes. Whoa. Zardes is not a footballer. But he's fast. You You heard it here first. He's not a footballer. And this is from a Galaxy fan, this is, too. This is from a guy that was so frustrated watching him in Galaxy. Yeah. Um, but the guy that I'm going to go with... You have to. Well, see, I'm, I'm going to go against the grain. I'm going to say Josh Sargent. But the, the, the average stand that's been looking at all the Bleacher reports is going to go, oh, Conrad De La Fuente. Conrad De La Fuente. Oh, yeah, no. I don't, uh, I don't rate him. I, I think he's, he's good, but like I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it. I think he's participating well in practice. But until you know, I see people, him, people yeah. fall in love so much with, with the, the kit. F- with the yeah, exactly with yeah. the with the uh, club that they're playing for, which is fair. You know, Barcelona is one of the top clubs. Even now, even in the you know the tire fire uh, state that they're in, is one of the best clubs in the world. Yeah, but people fall in love. I mean, last year Braithwaite was a starter. <laughs> in some points, you know, he was <laughs> he was scoring. Are we going to say that Braithwaite is is world-class level like they want to portray Conrad de la Fuente and even to an extent Sergio Dest yeah well that's the thing that's why I still mention Sergio Dest confidently because he's been doing it at Ajax he was a starter week in week out sure. okay. played in the champions so, and, and Ajax is a top club yeah so, so I mean that that's something that you can go off of and say okay this guy has been doing it but Conrad de la Fuente even though he came from the academy and all that shit man it doesn't it does it doesn't necessarily mean much and we can even overhype guys like Foden, Kubo, uh, Takefusa Kubo. Um, Odegaard. Odegaard. Well, he's been doing it too, though. Ah. Um, you know, just... Debatable. <laughs> well, nah, Sociedad? Nah, he's, he, nah, he's, yeah, nah, he's yeah, solid. Yeah. I'm, I'm um, So, yeah, people fall in love with that. And remember... <laughs> oh, shit. Back in the day, it was... Uh, it was uh, Giovanni Dos Santos playing right. for uh, Barcelona, and then, and you then, know, little by little, he went down the pecking order. He went to Tottenham. Space. Yeah, and and then all of a sudden, he's in Galaxy, and oh, no, he didn't do shit there, you know? Yeah. So um, it's not to say that De La Fuente is complete trash, and that he's going to have that same kind of trajectory, trajectory, but it doesn't necessarily mean 
much. So you go with the established guy that has been doing it. Yeah. And yeah, it's interesting. Did you because see Pulisic on there? Yeah, Pulisic's on there. Yeah. Ah, oh, dude, he's, he has to. I mean, yeah, but that guy's so good. But well, that's where a lot of the U.S. fan base is split. Like you have your MLS truthers, the purists, you know that love MLS. They're Alexi, Alexi Lala's, Taylor Twelman diehards. You know, it's it's a weak league. It is. It's it's the same way when you mention. There's also that fan base that in, that is in Mexico that wants an all Mexican team. That's like you know just straight stay in the league and make the league better extranjeros by la you know what and but you know tr- truthfully i think in football there has to be variety a variety of players at different leagues different clubs but at the top level you have and to it, be at the yeah. top level if you and if you're not doing competing. that you're, you're never going to make it out the that round that we've never made it out of you know it'd be interesting to to see if there's been any clubs or national teams that have made it without players, without a majority of players playing in, in the top leagues. Yeah, that's true. No, it's it's got to be impossible. Probably Brazil since when when Pelé won it. Yeah, and that's a, that's interesting you mentioned that because Afcon or Africa is a perfect example of that Algeria probably has um, up there with Ivory Coast and Cameroon and Mali, a few other clubs. Senegal right now, probably okay. Senegal's the best after Algeria, who won the Afcon. The, both of those teams, their whole lineup is in Europe, yeah, guaranteed. And I mean, it's no secret. They're, when you're training at the top level, even if you're not playing, and that's why I say Diego Lainez needs to just absorb what he can. And uh, you know, playing under a top manager like Pellegrini, there's something you can pick up. Well, there was the argument that we were actually talking about last week. I don't know if we even talked about it. Probably the, not. the the U.S. goalkeeper situation. Oh, that's what I was gonna mention. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. Go you got on. your fan split between the MLS stands and. And and so somebody mentioned the and I forget his name because I mean truthfully, bro, I who is it? <laughs> I don't you know. know. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly. uh, I mean, I know Matt Doyle was the analyst who said um, uh, the Columbus Crew keeper should be the keeper for the United States uh, when Zach Steffen was not only starting but playing really well at a high level for uh, Fortuna Dusseldorf in the German Bundesliga. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy's shown it. He's class, and he's now at City. There's a reason City went after him. Yeah. You know, a crazy thing about him, he has the best ball distribution I've seen. Uh, you know, after, like, obviously Neuer and Ederson, that's who he patterns his game on. And uh, his passing ability is the best I've ever seen from any U.S. keeper yeah. in my life. And on top of that, yeah, like, even though you're not starting, obviously he's not going to start over Ederson not, not anytime soon, Not for right? now, yeah. Um, but... The the training that you're getting with top players, uh, Aguero, De Bruyne, those guys are shooting at you day in day out. Yeah, imagine that. You know, huh? Raheem Sterling, Phil Foden, even Wardella probably gets his licks. Yeah, in. yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Gabby J. You know, all those guys, man, they're they're at your ass. You know, you, yeah. you're going back and forth with Ederson on on these, uh, you know, training routines and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, just that alone, like gives you more experience than whatever they're throwing at you in the MLS from fucking Philadelphia Union, you know? <laughs> yeah. That shit out of here. Yeah, no, I, I agree, man. And that's where a lot of the MLS fandom is split. Like, I, think th- I think they don't consider that. I think, oh, you're not starting in a game. Oh, a game's different. It is. Just, just that training alone prepares you more than whatever an MLS championship is going to give you. Yeah, man. It, and that's where... That's where we're at with CONCACAF in general. I mean, that's where the fan bases are. You got the old school thought and the new school, you know. Um, what I can say is that the future for the U.S. is looking bright. But until I see the results, 
that's when I'll start to believe it. I'm not liking so much this whole thing where I see it every day, damn near, bro, on any soccer page. Oh, the U.S. is starting lineup. The U.S. is in Europe. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I love that, but don't broadcast it's good it so to be much. Proud about yeah, because yeah. bro, like teams around the world can say. It. Imagine how how many times France can it's say so that silly, yeah. deep into their fifth squad if they wanted to. Maybe even more. Yeah. And, yeah. and so I don't think, I mean, I mean got, it's like, nice. It's a like, start, yeah. but, you know, we still got a lot of ground to make up. In fact, we need to make a World Cup before we even pipe up like that. That's just me as a U.S. fan, but. That's good. Um, yeah, man. I don't know if you have any two cents on that. No, no. Uh, yeah, I, I do like the fact that U.S. has finally got a majority European, or all European, basically. Pretty much. Starting like, yeah, lineup. starting lineup, yeah. Um, you know, that, that, that only speaks well of the actual quality that's coming in there. They're not even coming through MLS anymore for the most part. They're, nah. they're developing in those European academies. Yeah. So they don't have that that um, that sort of MLS holding them back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. Here's, that, this is the interesting thing now that you got the European clubs actually scouting the MLS team. So there's that guy from, I think, Sporting Kansas City, uh, Brandon Aronson. Yeah. Who's, or it might be a different team, but, you know, an MLS team. Absolutely <laughs> killing it. Um and clubs are watching. He's already rumored to go to like a Dutch club or a club of that caliber. Reggie Cannon, who I mentioned to you, um, he's at Boa Vista now in Portugal in the top flight league. He was at FC Dallas. He was kneeling during the George Floyd protests and stuff. And he got a lot of shit for it, not only from the fans, but from the board. Hmm. Um, and now he's in Europe. But I'm saying like Good. a lot of these clubs from, from foreign countries now are just picking the best ones. And, you know, oh, he's 18, he's 19. Let's take him. Let's take him yeah. under our wing and see what he can become. Because yeah. the U.S. has never been a problem of not producing great athletes. It's just been the IQ. Well, that in giving giving um, the youth access, it's still not available for most for most kids. It's tough. Yeah, here it's, um, no. here it's it's just too expensive. Yeah, that's the main thing. That's the reality. Yeah, it's, it's uh, they call it a rich man sport over here. Yeah, which fair enough, it is. There's no free programs. You're not going to get. Imagine if, like, even signing up for a team costs $100. It's not $100. It's way more than $100 in Brazil. Mm-hmm. Like, we wouldn't have the t- we wouldn't have Gabriel Jesus. We wouldn't have none of those guys. None of those guys, yeah. You know? That's a difference, though, be- even between Brazil and France and, and countries like that. You walk a few blocks down, there's an indoor soccer uh, court or a futsal court. There's, yeah. a, there's a pitch of grass, three pitches of grass everywhere. Yeah. Right here, you're more likely to find a basketball court at, at another corner than mm-hmm. you are a soccer field. Um, and But that's that's a cultural thing. You know, I think it, I think soccer is growing in America, but, you know, we'll see. We will see where it goes. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so, yeah, the two the two uh, giants of CONCACAF are just getting better, I think. Yeah, definitely. And... Um, you know, it can only mean good things uh, in terms of the World Cup. As much as I hate the upcoming World Cup. Um, anyway, uh, moving on. Uh, other shit that I saw, international break. I did play, pay close attention to the uh, to the Portugal-France game. Oh, man. You know, yeah. Portugal's, uh, for a long time, it was always like, it's kind of like Mexico, <laughs> where they had a few good players that were playing in Europe. And then the rest were like, oh, you didn't really know who they were if you weren't following the league all that much. Right. Um, you know, back in the day, it was like Deco, Figo, Ronaldo, and maybe like Rui Costa or, or um, you know, players like that, uh, you know, and yeah. Costa or some shit like that. And now, like, every, like, the whole the whole squad is top-tier starter. 
you know, oh, man. in Champions League teams. Yeah, and they all they all they're all notable players. And they're all good. Yeah, yeah, and uh, I think I think they're better now than than when they won the Euros, which in my opinion was lucky as shit. But Fran- France also didn't show up that game. Fine, did I know? I was I was that really was so going for France. No, yeah, that yeah. Was so frustrating. Yeah. yeah, but Edder, man, who would have thought, right? Yeah, like, Lord Edder. Fuck you know. <laughs> yeah, that was a that's a classic game. I'd like to watch it back one day. Um, but yeah, no, I agree with you totally. I mean, I remember, and I was telling you the other day. I remember, you know, not so long ago, when they're relying on Bosingua at left back, and right. you know, players that are like, what the, f- like, how is this guy? A- no, maybe not. How is this guy a pro? But how is this guy on the national team of this level? When there's players like Ronaldo, Nani, Quaresma, Quaresma, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I just, yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't get it. But now, eh, across the board, even at defenders. To be fair, I've always rated Portugal's defenders. They, they've always been good at breeding just dicks, you know. Yeah. Pepe and uh, Fabio Contrao, who's more of an attacking threat, but you know, a, a solid, you know, left back. Yeah. Uh, I mean, now they have Ruben Diaz, Fonte, um, just a bunch of solid. Carvalho. Carvalho, who's, by the way, like, he slept on at Betis. Like, he, I, I think, think so, in my opinion, I think he's so. one of the best CDMs in the league. He, he's... He's consistently good. Yeah, consistently good. He's a prick, which you need him to be a physical force. Um, yeah. Listen, like for any team that's like, and I say this for even City that's lacking, because uh, we're about to lose Fernandinho soon. I'd love to get a player like him. Yeah. Um, in it to run that center defensive mid yep, role. Yep. And you, um, you could get him on, on yeah. a good deal. But across the field, like Bernardo Silva, um, and they even have like um, they even have like subs that are. That are world really class players. Yeah. yeah, I mean Bruno's been amazing as well. Bruno um, on this. Um, yeah, dude, it's uh, it's a really good team all across. And my only guy that I really want to step up, and I think he will, is uh, Rafael Leao, a striker at AC Milan right now. This guy's really good, but he hasn't quite gotten the chance yet. He's played. He always comes on as a sub, if anything. But I mean, you got Diogo Jota as well. I mean, Pedro, I think Pedro Neto's on the team as well as a sub. And um, Ruben Neves. Yeah, Ruben Neves in the mid. I mean, they got a solid squad. They, uh, Something we're not used to from Portugal. And, and uh, yeah, yeah, it, I think it's always it been like very like, like first team, mm-hmm. and then the drop off with the second team is is crazy. Yeah, big drop. But off. Now, now their their biggest weakness uh, in my well, it's two things, and uh, the first thing, namely, is the manager. Mm-hmm. I think he's just like one of those kind of like mumbling sort of dudes that's just hoping for the best. Yeah, he reminds sure me of like Fabio football. Capella. Remember when he was coaching England? He oh, was yeah. there. Old, he was outdated. I feel yeah. the same way. Yeah. yeah, and this guy is like, he tries to rally the troops, but I, I just feel like he's there off of that Euro win. Mm-hmm. Um, and their second weakness, um, you know, as great of a player as he is, is like the biggest legend of all time in, in Portugal especially. Yeah. You know, it's got to be Ronaldo, man. Yeah. You know, I think they feel like they're dependent on him. Yeah, well, they feel that, and then he feels the pressure to maybe even go out of his way to try to make things happen when I don't I don't think he has the capability well, anymore. And the entitlement. Yeah, oh, well, of course. He has a big ego. He's not going to feel comfortable coming in on, on the 60. You're not, you're not going to have Ronaldo on the team and not start him. Mm-hmm. Because he can make shit happen. No, like, at he, the end of the day, he's still... Is able to, but they, I, I think they focus a little too hard on filtering him the ball, mm-hmm. and I think he's in his own head too. Yeah, I listen. I, I even tweeted it today. I was like, like Portugal look much better without him, and not because because of him, but it's because of the proactiveness a player can have at the age of twenty two 
Trincao from Barcelona, another guy who looks really sharp. I mean, like, players that are unpredictable and mm-hmm. also just they have more energy, more more hunger. Listen, Ronaldo's set, man. He's got one of the hottest wives in the world, nice family, nice crib, good business. I mean, let's face it. The guy will probably steal your chick. He's pretty handsome. Um, he's not tripping. I don't think he'll trip, and I think it's time for him to start kind of moving aside. I hope he has the ego to be like, okay, I'm cool with playing 40 minutes. I don't know if he will. He's not. But if Quaresma can do it, come on, my boy, you can do it. Yeah, he's I not, feel he's not. He'll 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 want the first half for sure. At the very minimum. Yeah, or like the first 60 maybe. First 50, 60 yeah. at the very minimum. He's not going to like lay down. If that's the case, then I'm sorry, lad. You got to go. I mean, he'll give up the first half if he scores his first two in the first. I think he's still a big threat at the penalty. He's a big threat at the free kick, and he's a great first-time finisher. But Portugal need more than that, especially at the wing position. Especially, especially how dynamic they are as a team. They're uh, quick. They kick and dribble. They can, you yeah. know, you got a lot of tricksters there. And make way for Joao Felix, man. Yeah, he, he actually looks much better now. Yeah, like a lot more comfortable with with the pressure. Oh, dude, I I could watch him for days. He's he's solid because uh, the next, next Kaka, man. Yeah, he has that uh, that ball control, that bubblegum football. Bernardo has it too. It's like Bernardo, it's a Portuguese thing. Bruno yeah. Fernandes. Yeah, all these guys. It's just like yeah. man, you know, it's nice they to have watch. A good team, but a- they didn't make it happen, and France. Also didn't make it happen. I think, I think Mbappe is uh, having a little bit of a lull. Oh, uh, right now, yeah. He scored today, but he. Uh, I know maybe they're like marking him a lot tighter too. Yeah, putting a lot it. of bodies on him. Yeah, making sure that they don't give him open space. Um, but yeah, France. Um, they don't look all that great. I still pick them for the World Cup, mm-hmm. just simply because of all the talent that they have. Um. And Pogba looks so much more comfortable playing for France than he does for United. Yeah. Um, I know they were shitting on him, and, like, it pissed me off so bad because I I feel like it's just, like, at this point nitpicking. But he's been wearing – he was wearing a brace for United the last couple weeks, and the last um, week or so it's turned into a a sleeve, like a shooting sleeve for, like, a basketball player. Yeah, like the AI sleeve. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Or Kobe. Or, um, or Jerry Stackhouse. I mean, uh, yeah, I get what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> messing around. Um, and uh, Frank Frank uh, Leboeuf, uh from you know France fame, you know historic French French player, was picking on him. He's like, oh, maybe his his mentality is not in football anymore. He's wearing a sleeve, you know, like a basketball player. Maybe he's thinking about other things. Like, like let the man breathe, man. Mm-hmm. It, it, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be that big of a deal. It's not that serious. Right. It's probably just like a nagging like injury or something that's bothering him in his arm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just compression. It's not yeah. that serious. He's still a fantastic player, man. Well, I mean, listen. Um, I would rate him up there with uh, KDB. Um, well, I mean, that's that's a bold statement. I Well, KDB of this season because he hasn't really shown us anything. Uh, well, that's yeah, that's true. Um, listen, uh, Pogba. All right, it's time you start showing up. Um, listen, you're too worried about your fashion. You want to wear a sleeve. You want to dye your hair. You wanna, you wanna take selfies with all these athletes. No, it's it's time to really start getting in the game. And that's the thing. Uh, when it comes to it, I mean, he had a few nice passes today, but I'm saying he's not making it happen for club. 
for country, he's getting carried, in my opinion. But um, I don't, I don't, I don't think he's that great, man. I listen. He was great. My my favorite time was when he was at Juve, playing alongside Pirlo and Vidal, and all was good with Mandzukic and you know. But I since then I feel like he's either plateaued or has fallen off. And comparing him to KDB, I mean, he's got to be kidding, right? I mean, we're just joking. KDB is just levels. I mean, I'd even put Bruno closer to to KDB, but that's. That's neither here KDB nor there. KDB is just more consistent. Well, from last season, this season. He's, well, I mean, KDB is just a god, isn't he? he? I mean, we'll, we'll, let's not forget KDB was in Calvin Phillips' pocket. Oh, man. Calvin KD... Phillips is a very small man. No, yeah, but, you know, they. KDB was in his head rent-free. I'm sure Bielsa's like, I, don't want, I want you up his ass so hard. I want you to know what he had for dinner last night. You know? Like, I want you on his ass. And, well, yet... He didn't do anything. Well, I mean, his teammates did. Wait, so man marking is KDB's weakness. Can't nah, adapt. I'm, I'm not. I, he could still. I mean, but then you do have to sacrifice a player on your end, and I don't see a, a club like Madrid or a club like Barca doing that, where they dedicate a whole player to to man mark. You don't really see that. I would see that. I remember like when Alaves would play Barcelona, and one time they dedicated dedicated a player just to follow Messi the whole time, and it was effective, but. When you're a club of bigger stature, you have pride. You're not going to dedicate one man mark to one player. At least I think. But anyways, going back to Pogba, I think Kamavinga, strategy. Kamavinga is just taking that role. Pogba, you can come on as a sub if you want, my boy, because clearly you're not fit to wear that French shirt. Wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Pogba was uh, France's best player in the World Cup. I don't even agree with that one. I, I thought Mbappe was even better. Well, Mbappe scored. Oh, but- yeah. You know, in terms of, you know, on-field play, Pogba was their best player. Well, well, maybe you could say Kante was. Well, Kante did all the dirty work. Mbappe, Mbappe is a good shout, for sure. Yeah, Speaking I, of Kante, he, he hasn't not looked the same. No, well, Kante is not. He doesn't have the attractive too football. Much, too much. Uh, He's well, a hustler. Well, I'm just on his play, even this season with Chelsea and stuff. Well, looks like looks like that mileage is catching up. Yeah, well, yeah, he's always covered like so much distance and it looks like he's gonna leave soon from what reports are saying he's not happy with lampard he's not happy with lamps which i wouldn't mm, understand he's a, he's a nice I, bloke I, a, he can be as nice as he wants man but he can hand out candy to children all day if he wants but uh it's just not uh not a top manager mm, well we'll have to just see i mean we're only we, three we four games some. into the premier league what if they go on a run you know, Pulisic's going to be back. Um, you can only anticipate him to do a madness. I mean, I don't know. No se piensa. That's hopeful. That's that's hopeful. Timo Werner scores for Germany team. again. Havertz scoring again. Wait, who'd they play? Um, menos mal que no hay decir tío. I think they're, well, one of the games Ligame. was uh, Switzerland. Switzerland. They're, they're okay. They're not bad. That's not a good team. Shakiri. Shakiri's a great player. Re- Rodriguez. He's a left Who? back. You might not know him. Uh, Granit Xhaka. I like Granit Xhaka now. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's won me over. I feel you. They're not, like, super good. Well, Germany's shite as it is, but it was nice to see those players score, and I think that means good things for Chelsea. They were coming from behind, man. Oh. I wouldn't be too impressed by that. Well, it's Germany, and, and isn't I, it? And I, I like Germany. I mean, we got Tony Kroos, the new architect. So. Right. Well, we got Ilkay, Ilkay Gundogan. Ooh. 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 <laughs> nah, not the same level, is it? No. 
Um, yeah. Uh, what other, what other games did I watch? Oh, uh, England. England against Belgium. Big one. Hey, how about that Be- that Belgian number ten? Huh? What a guy. Belgian number ten. Romelu Lukaku. This this match was a uh, tough to watch. Uh, did I did I tell you my hang up with the number tens? Oh right, yeah. I think like it's too many too many players. Either <laughs> either they play on a on a like great team where they're not considered at they're they're like probably number twenty seven in their club because they're playing like at a top club and they'll never get consideration. But once they go into their shit country, they get the number ten. That un- that makes sense. Lukaku and Belgium's not a shit club, but if Hazard's there, he's not wearing that fucking ten jersey. If KDB's there, KDB deserves a ten one in Lukaku, but he probably wants no business with it. No, yeah, I feel like KDB just loves seventeen. I don't know the backstory behind that, but well, he wears a seven for Belgium. Oh yeah, he does play seven at times. So huh? it's like a prime number thing for him. <laughs> prime number, yay. Quick maths. <laughs> yeah, um, there you go. But, yeah, no, I mean, I don't know why the fuck they gave a 10 to Lukaku, bro. He's a 9. He's a 9. Yeah. And it's not so much like the position. It's the significance mm-hmm. of the number. Lukaku, no. He's he's not a footballer. Sheesh. You know, he's scoring a lot of goals right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I've never been high on him. I was not happy when United signed him. And... uh you know, he keeps getting call-ups. He's doing well in Italy. Fair play to him, okay? But I don't really see it. He's good at keeping other players off the ball, back to the post, but or back to the goal. But unless he's, like, in a, like in a running situation where he has, a like, a running start towards the goal, he's not going to score, man. Nah. He has... He doesn't have any. He doesn't have much technical ability. His first touch is atrocious. Even still, he still get, he's he's getting close to thirties if he's not already there, right? Mm, I'd say he's maybe twenty eight. Fuck. At most. So, yeah. Oh, he's twenty seven. That's yeah. That's even worse. Yeah. Well, no, he's no, still no. so young. He still has time to improve. He's still so young, but he's he's overly focused. If he went from a top league. Like United, mm-hmm. going he took a step down to Italy. Mm. Italy's not a step down. Well, Inter is Europa League. Inter. Well, what's United? I mean, they made champs this year, but that's because uh, of old Gunnar Solskjaer. Fair, fair, no, fair, fair enough. Wait, what? Oh, uh, well, that's neither here nor there. Nah, they <laughs> they, really, they, want, they, <laughs> made, they made it because of Bruno. Despite <laughs> they despite made it because of Bruno. Fuck it, Solskjaer. Anyway. Yeah, enough shitting on Lukaku. I don't think he. I, I think he's just like uh, Giazzi Sardis 2.0. He just yeah. happened to stick by, man. He's just a strong man. I, I don't. I don't rate him. Yeah. I never did. Well, while he was with Everton. Yeah. While he was with Chelsea. I mean, he didn't even do shit at Chelsea. Nah, nah. He was, but neither did De Bruyne. To be fair, and look at how my boy turned well, out. Well, Lukaku, Lukaku actually had a chance mm. at Chelsea. Yeah, he did have more of a chance, but. Maybe I don't think the system favored him so much. Listen, for everything Nestor said about Lukaku, which may or may not be true, most of it probably true. Um, I'll give the other yeah, side of Lukaku. You, 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 you saw he he offers a physical a physical threat that not many strikers give these days, um, and I seriously mean that because he's probably the most physical striker. Back to the goal, I trust him with, with all my with my house. You know, just give him the ball. 
I know his touch isn't the best, but his finishing ability with either leg and the power he can put on some of the finishes, man, you know, he um, he could probably knock a hole through Kevlar if he, if he, if he wanted to uh, with the power he generates. And I think that's very valuable, especially in, in the... Yeah, but, you know, it's the thing about the Premier League. It's a, it's a league that's going to depend on a lot of touch because it's quicker pace, high pressure. In Italy, you have that time to settle. So he's he's had the benefit of, of coming to a league that suits his game. And, I mean, we've seen a lot of... Uh, and, a, and, a, and a second striker that can set it up for him. Eh, well, you know, he can set it up for him all he wants. It, you got to finish it. And he's done that. He's done that. And uh, But I, I get what you mean. He's not the perfect striker. He's not the most fun striker to watch in the way he's very... Um, he's very wasteful on top of all that. Well, I, mean, I, I don't have many good things to say about Lukaku. Um, I mean... If he's your guy... He's not my guy. Watch more football. But I will say I, I would love to, I'd love to shit on him when he was at United. But now that he's not at United, go on, lad. Have a day. <laughs> you know? But no, he's not... I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, if you compare him to Lautaro, for example... I'll take Lautaro, but for the qualities he has. But when it comes to getting the ball in the back of the net, Lukaku's not half bad. And that's yeah. that on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's he's. It's funny because he's not a good player, but he's he's very uh, effective. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's weird, right? Yeah, I mean, but I'm not gonna deny like that he, that he has a good scoring um, tally and all that shit. I just don't think he's. A good player. I don't think he's good at football. He just happens to score a lot. Well, um, anyway, to hear what you that game. Uh, well, on moving on from Lukaku, um, and the only reason I brought up ten is because also Mason Mount <laughs> got, yeah. gets the ten. Mm-hmm. He should be kept so far. He, he's a championship level player, and maybe then he could get the ten. Right. Uh, but anyway, uh, England versus Belgium, man. Not a bad game. Yeah. Technical. Both teams have good technique. Good players. I think, I think the, um, the controversy was that Mason Mount started over Jack Grealish. Yeah. Jack Grealish, man, he's been having such a great season. And, yeah, even uh, dating back to the previous season. Yeah. He's been fucking amazing. And they start Mason Mount over him. I really don't get it, truthfully. Um, Neither do I. Neither I, do I. Jack Grealish's levels clear of him, and I mean levels. I mean, <laughs> seriously, because I mean, you even let's say you bring Foden into the lineup, then Jack Grealish and Foden. I, I even rate Jack Grealish a little higher than Foden just because he's he's had the chance to play ninety minutes every week, week in week out. He's had a lot of years. And, yeah, he's yeah. the guy at, at Villa, and he's got years on Foden. But, I mean, you got to play Grealish and you got to give him the 10. I don't know if, if they're salty with him because he violated COVID protocol and he had a good time and got drunk, you know, maybe hung out with some gals. I mean, come on. We're all men, right? Young, dumb, full of uh, you-know-what. Testosterone. But, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it didn't make sense. I feel like Mason Mount does get this favoritism not only from England but even at Chelsea from Frank Lampard just because he's, you know, he's been that coddled young English boy who they want to succeed. All right. I hear a lot of positive talk about him. And I just spent, I don't know how long, shooting on Lukaku. Mason, Lukaku's better than Mason Mount. Yeah. He's more effective. More effective, for sure. Mason Mount. 
I, he I scored like, on the technicality of a deflect, deflection, mate. I, I, fuck, fuck off! Like that. If you look at the trajectory uh, on the on the initial strike of the ball, that's going way out. Yeah, it, it just so happened to catch Alderweireld's um, Alderweireld's uh, foot, and it and it barely bounced in. But he still celebrated though. Hard and celebrated too. like he won the World Cup. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, this uh, what's the British band? Um, One Direction. Wonder. Oh, hey, shout out Harry Styles real quick <laughs> and uh, Zayn Malik. Yeah, there you go. Um, <laughs> that that's he's the sixth member. I don't know how many. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how many blokes there are in that shit. Uh, but he he's the extra guy to them, like the backup dancer for them. Yeah. But, Man, he's frustrating to watch. He's not a good footballer. He doesn't deserve to wear the 10. I don't care. You have Harry Kane mm-hmm. as an active player. You have uh, Rashford. Man like Rashi. <laughs> yeah. Jack Grealish, who needs to start over this fucking... Even Phil Foden, mate, he deserves a 10. And, and we can get into the Phil Foden and uh, Mason Greenwood thing. We did talk about it a few weeks back. Mm-hmm. They're still salty over that. Yeah. Or I don't know, man. It's tough and, and Paul Scholes and Roy Keane and a few other big uh English internationals or not even English because Roy Keane isn't English, but I mean, you know, uh former Prem players they discussed about, you know, players that are unfortunately punished for just being fucking human, man. I mean, Phil Foden, Ma- Mason Greenwood, they're young. Listen, they wanted to hang out with a few chicks. It happens. They they paid. They they left immediately. They quarantined. <laughs> said they, they paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh uh, well, no. Hopefully not. But um, you oh, know, you not. I think if you're Sa- Gareth Salki, you gotta just get over that, man. You're you're robbing the English national team of talent and the viewership too, man. We all want to watch these young cats who can will be playing for the next decade, surely. Yeah, of course. Um, over and you put in Mason Mount and give him the ten just because he's a goody two shoes. I don't agree with that. And I feel like this is a good moment, unless you got some two cents on that, to talk about uh, well, Ernie's question about Southgate out. And I think that's a great question, Ernie. Thanks again for participating. Appreciate you. I know. So loyal. We got to get that guy. We got to get him on. Yeah, yeah. Like we have Simple to get as. Him on. Simple as. Yeah. And, yeah. and he's probably listening, man. Come on, man. Come on down. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, he's a Chivas fan. Um, what, what's unfortunate about that? Well, I'm a big America guy, so we'll, we'll get well, into that later. Well. But Phil Foden, Mason Well, Green. I think I just found my new co-host. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, I was thinking this uh, during the during during the the game. Yeah, man, uh, I don't I don't think he he la- I don't think he has the the technical chops mm-hmm. to be directing a team with that much talent. England, as far as talent goes, I think is better than than the so-called golden generation. They they have a lot of good players, and they're. I th- I feel like they did over overachieve for the World Cup, but this coming World Cup they they have to be one of the contenders. Yeah, and all these players are going to be just, uh, you know, matured, and growing into their roles for their clubs. Uh, Jack Grealish should bring in his prime. Um, Marcus Rashford, Harry Kane. Greenwood, Phil Foden, uh, Kieran Trippier maybe on his way out. Kyle Walker is not going to be. I don't think he's going to be there for the World Cup. But Trent Arnold, he might not. Yeah, Trent Arnold's going to be there. Um, so they they have a team, man. They they have a, 
uh, fucking team, and they're 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 still not impressive. For all that talent, all those players, I don't know why they're not, they're not. They can beat France. Yeah, they can beat. Um, did they beat Denmark? Um, no, they, they. I think. Um, I don't think they played Denmark today. I think. Well, they played um, Iceland. No, no, no. Oh. That was Belgium. Sorry. Uh, I'm pretty. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, they did play Denmark. Yeah, I'm tripping because yeah, yeah, yeah. Christian Eriksen scored on them. I'm forgetting. Oh, I was thinking about last week's games. Um, they lost against Denmark, man. To be fair, Harry Maguire, 30th minute red card. Come on, mate. Um, the yeah, fuck are you on, true. mate? What the fuck are you on? Fucking hell, 80 mil for him, man. And uh, they they actually didn't look all that great against Wales. No, they, I watched that match as well. Yeah, well, as Wales. <laughs> and to touch to touch on on quickly on Harry Maguire, I don't think he's terrible, man. Truthfully, uh, somebody who's watched him even at Leicester. We've all been through things in life that that shake us up, right? I mean, things that you don't anticipate. And I honestly feel that that incident in Greece, I feel like that that, that honestly rattled him. And I I think he needs time off from the sport for a little bit. You know, normally in a normal season, you get time off. Like, you know, you don't, you get your summer break, you don't play. Maybe you play a few international games, some preseason games. But I don't think he's mentally all there, bro. And this is no shots on him. It's just... Me thinking about the mental health aspect. Um, yeah, that's the only thing that can explain. Experience. Yeah, it's a tragic experience. I, that's the only thing that could explain a plateau that that hard where he's he's become the new Phil Jones. Becoming. Um, well, I. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You you have a point. You mm-hmm. definitely have a point there. Um, and everything's happened so fast for everybody. Yeah. And everyone handles things differently. Uh, I do think I do think he has potential to be a, a a very good center back. I don't know about great, but it's always going to come down to the price point that United paid for him. Yeah, that, yeah I'm surprised they paid that much for him, honestly. Because not, you know because United is the type company. of club that hesitates on throwing that much money. Yeah, yeah. I didn't, yeah um, even even City were hesitant to throw sixty mil at him, bro. Seventy mil. You know that's why we didn't go. We wanted to go in for him too. Pep even said like, "We love Harry Harry Maguire, but uh, seventy mil is too much for us." Like that. Yeah, it is. It definitely is, and uh, no one should pay that much for him. But there's not a lot of center backs that demand that kind of money. It's uh, that clubs can demand that kind of money for. Hmm. Uh. Yeah, I'm struggling to think of any. The only one that actually end up coming up worthwhile, and you're gonna hate this, is Van Dyke. No, 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 he's worth it. He's worth it. Him and Laporte are worth it. I don't think Maguire has proven himself to be at that level. Yeah, yeah. You can even say maybe Laporte's like 75, 70. I'm, I think Van Dyke just off his notoriety, and he's good. I like him, but I mean, he's. Uh, my thing is that he's dropped off in the last season, in my opinion. You usually think he's lost a step. Either that, or he's maybe like. Uh, attackers know how to target him. I think uh, uh, defenders are going at him more directly now. People were scared to go at him, and that's why he was able to chase him down and get those. Uh, you remember he had that that rate where like uh, he had the smallest rate ever of players dribbling past him. Yeah, that's not that's non-existent now. I mean, you see players like getting past him all the time. Mm-hmm. He's not as bad as Joe Gomez, but yeah, man, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, um, yeah, England's got a, got an interesting issue. They got a ton of talent, um, but they don't have someone to manage all that talent, and yeah. that's the truth. And you know, I, I don't know if there's any if there's 
see, I'm not good with gauging managers' abilities to to um, manage international teams, but I definitely don't think Garrett Southgate is the guy, and mostly because of of just little things like Foden and Greenwood not making the squad, mm-hmm. just little things like that. You know, I, he's, I think he's a little too British. Yeah. If that makes any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I for me, I I don't think he brings any tactical. Uh, prowess of oh, the on team. On top of that, yeah. I, I, I think he's a he's a great guy. He's he, you know, he seems like a, like a decent bloke and all. But, um, and it's tough also from an international perspective as you don't spend so much time with the players. But his tactics for me are lacking, and I'm not the only one to say this. They're um, almost non-existent. Yeah, it's just like he's throwing on the eleven, and you're like, all right, lads, let's hope for the best. There's huh? a lot of there's a lot of portions of the Belgian game where Belgium were pretty much having their way yeah there was moments where you just you watch belgium and they move the ball around well with a, a manager they've had for i want to say almost like five years now roberto martinez uh, who coached everton in the past that's right um you know they were lucky that that one goal didn't count it was a yanni carrasco goal oh um, i know well he's he's a solid player i like him a lot and we, we talked about him honestly i don't I, like uh, you mentioned the scenario where he could join city maybe he could but i don't know if i'd fancy him as a starter but he's solid. I think I think he could. He could displace Raza. Yep, it's possible. If, if I mean, Raza's not. Raza. Yeah, Raza's got more pace and the more physical ability. But when it comes to just uh, poise and finishing ability and passing ability and trickery and trickery, I give it a, to. But when it comes to pace and angles, getting into space, Raheem is nice. Uh, uh, Carrasco's nice, man. Carrasco, he's nice, man. Plus, I, I've been watching him for a long time, man. Carrasco, que he, just, he just has that. <laughs> He just has that blemish where he, he decided to cash in on that check going to China. Yeah, that was a little ball move. I mean, we all want money, though. It's hard to judge a guy for that, but mm-hmm. for the integrity of the game, you could have been playing at any any club you wanted to, damn near. Truthfully, he could have gone to Chelsea. Because that was his prime, yeah. Yeah, he well, could have gone. Well, are we talking about Chelsea like it's the peak of the mountain? I mean, you know, a, a club of that caliber, you know. I wouldn't sure. say Bayern. I wouldn't say Real Barca. Those are Those are like A1. I wouldn't even say City because I consider ourselves A1. We're only used to the finer things. and But like a club just slightly below that, like PSG, Chelsea. Maybe yeah. PSG is a different story because well, Ligue 1 is a fucking no, cakewalk. No, no, no. I, 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 well, I could see him doing that. He yeah. could have done that and still cashed out. Yeah, oh, that's uh, true. Yeah, <laughs> And a better city to live in with all the respect Ooh. that the Chinese. Um, well, you know, the air quality there and to leave something to be desired, right? Yeah, yeah, certainly. All right. Um, any any other international shit that we didn't mention? Oh, Spain loses to Ukraine. Ah, uh, I watched that game really oh, pretty closely. Man, man. Um, no, nah, honestly, yeah, Ukraine approached the game with like hunger, and you could expect that from a club point. like or a country like that. But uh, Spain created a lot of chances. Some chances by Rodrigo. Chances that they couldn't finish. Rodrigo was nice. He's he's good. I like him. He's a solid player. He's a uh, he's pacey. He's um. Do you know if Asensio was called up? Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure. I don't remember seeing him. I'll tell you that much. Um, yeah. I you know that midfield was Rodri. I remember um, Saul. Front three was Rodrigo, um, Ansu Fati, Traore. The usual suspects right now. I feel like uh, Spain always does have a preference for the players that play in Spain too, which is weird. But um, 
maybe not so much in this case because they didn't play Asensio. Could be because of he's kind of still coming back from that injury. That's true, yeah. Um, but and I mean, Real Spain Madrid. honestly deserved more. But hey, credit to Ukraine, they scored. Uh, you it's know, a game, you know. If you get your chances goals. and then you you fall yeah. back, and Ukraine's good at that. I mean, credit. And uh, you know, Ferran Torres looked sharp. He created some chances when I was watching. Um, Thiago, I mean, it's Thiago, isn't it? Yeah. He's he's really good. Um, Busquets was on the bench, wasn't starting. Ramos. I, right now, Thiago's my favorite player, man. Oh, dude, I saw this cool video today where um, he's just like asking for the ball on his chest, and he gets it. And like the whole time, James Milner's just watching him, like, like damn, this guy's this guy's a factor. He's just like admiring, like. Yeah, you gotta send me that. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was like, and I, I would I would act the same, honestly. It's like one of those things where you watch somebody that can do something so effortlessly, you can only stand, you know. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, like I said, he's my favorite player right now. Um, you know, Chris took up that mantle for a while, but he fell off a little bit. Mm-hmm. I think Chris had, has some like lingering injury because he looks yeah. different, huh? Yeah, he does. He does look a lot different, like a lot less, well, a lot less confident with his game. Yeah. And uh, I that's I was watching the France Portugal game, and even though Pogba, even though he didn't really have the greatest game, well, no one really had a good game. Mm-hmm. Absolutely zero players in that match had a good game. Right. But there's something about Pogba's like just the way he he's he can play. I'm like, damn, that dude. I love I love his game. There's just something about it that's. It's nice. He has moments of brilliance, but he can't do it on a consistent basis, and that that will really, that's what really gets to me. I, 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 there's just like little things that he does that I'm like, wow, he okay, that's a good player. That's yeah. a guy that knows. Yeah, for sure. Like that pass he had. That pass he had was oh, oh brilliant. Today, yes. Um, yeah, no, no, no. He's 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 good. Um, but anyway, moving on from international. Anything else? Mm, well. Let's see, I had something on the tip of my tongue, but it's 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 escaping right now. I don't know if you have any any uh, parting thoughts. Yeah. Um. No. No. I I do hate fucking international breaks. Yeah. Especially one like this one. This one lasted a week and a half, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird. You don't really see three match international breaks. Yeah. Here we are. Yeah. I mean, not much to say. Is there? It's just one of those deal. Yeah, it's just, um, it's strange, too, because, I mean, again, the fans not being there, that always bites, I mean. Yeah, because that's that's half of their international break is the nationalism, yeah, the pride. that's attributed to that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man. Nothing else, man, nothing, nothing, yeah. nothing else. Uh, well, we did actually want to discuss uh, what... I mean, we've discussed it before, but this is maybe for some of the newer viewers or even for people we haven't gotten super in-depth with. But you know, what what brought you? And, you know, obviously we're so oh, yeah. fascinated with the sport that we make a podcast every week. What What's gravitated you to the sport? And, you know, if you could discuss that with the viewers. Well, I wanted to, when we brought this up, because obviously this week was a little slow as far as, like, club football goes. Uh, because that's our main thing is the club football and it, man to be honest it's a lot easier to keep up with even though even though there's um there's more games i think going on it's more of like being able to keep tabs on on who's doing what and shit like that versus 
international breaks. They're all over the place. They're all at the same time, this and that. They're during the week. You know, they're at all times. So it, it's it's kind of hard to keep track of. Um, so we decided to... Well, I wanted to talk about um, the instance where I was like, oh, fuck, I love... I love at the time, I was like, I love soccer. Like, this, this is my shit. Like, yeah. This is so dope. And um, it was the World Cup 1998. Uh, I was I was in third grade, man. Mm-hmm. And I remember um, me and my pops, we videotaped every single match. And I don't know if we still have the, the collection, but we would, over the years, we would still put them on the VCR and watch the games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, 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 it was live and shit. And obviously, watching Mexico... The main game was, um, it was, uh, they had Belgium, Netherlands, and, uh, fuck, I want to say Korea in the group. Mm-hmm. So it was a tough group. I don't, I don't even know if, it, if, if Korea was the group, I'm not sure, but the Netherlands and the, and the uh, Belgium game were ones that, w- that we drew. And it was Cuauhtémoc Blanco, Luis Hernández El Matador was, was the hero, man. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah, that takes me back, man. Mexico with the Aztec calendar uh, jerseys and and uh, <laughs> it, it was always a team like none of them were in Europe, none of them were like these high profile. Maybe Cuauhtémoc because he was so like like flashy and garish, and he was doing like he was just so ostentatious, and yeah. I, and it was the game against Korea where he did a like. He did the move the Guatemina where he he has the ball and he just pops it up pops with both, up, yeah. both feet, man. And there was a debate whether that that's a legal move or not. It's like, well, of course, the fuck he's, yeah. He's between two defenders, pops it up and and gets past them, man. And that you know, that was the thing. Guatemina yeah. is like, okay, that like they turned it into a Brazilian thing because mm-hmm. that that's a Brazilian move, man. Yeah. Like no no one else is gonna come up with that yeah. except a Brazilian. So. uh yeah, man, that that I think that was the one that solidified it for me, and I'm like, wow, like I like, like I'm all about this sport. I'm I'm nine, ten years old, you know, so th- this is my shit now, man. This is you know, this is what my dad always watches, and I remember watching like Chivas games as a kid when we were like actually a really good team winning championships. Yeah, but that was the one tournament that 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 turned it around for me, and uh, I remember beating Holland. I didn't know Holland was like a powerhouse in mm-hmm. the history of football. Right. And uh, we tied it with them. Edgar Davids was there. Dennis Bergkamp. Uh, I know I'm missing some players. Or Ruth Hulit, maybe. Or I don't know if you're that was That was after his time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, man, they, they, I know they had a really good team as far as, like, players go. And then um, Belgium. Belgium wasn't, like, the powerhouse that they are now, but they were always, like, competitive. So beating them barely with, a, like, a magical Guatemala goal. So yeah, man, that 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 was what really did it for me. Yeah, I can yeah. say that like confidently that, that that's what it was. Yeah, I mean, you know, as a person, you have memories that are clear, memories that are like you were like four, five, three. They they're not so clear, and for <laughs> my my most unclear memories where it's kind of in a fog was watching Kobe Jones playing for LA Galaxy. Ah. And and then as I grew up eventually watching him for the US national team and that's where my affection for soccer began. I was always more of an NBA fan growing up, but I always enjoyed soccer cuz I was on in the summer. Most most sports were done. 
Um, so that's that was my closest affection to the game at first, and then Landon Donovan bursting on the scene. Players like Clint Dempsey, um, from an American perspective, like really drove my love for the game. And it's funny because they're not they weren't even that good compared to what I came to find out years later. Oh yeah, yeah. First game was FIFA '98 World Cup. Played that, <laughs> fell in love with the game even more. So I started identifying players, Valderrama, um, you know, players that was like, oh, okay, that's who's that, that's who that is. But the moment I started following soccer deeply uh, was when I started watching uh, Ronaldinho playing for Barcelona. And uh, at the time, yeah, yeah, I was like maybe like 10, 10 years old, something like that. And I was like, oh my god, this guy's like, I've never seen anybody do that in my life when it comes to playing soccer and to this day I haven't seen anybody do the shit that he's done not like not like he did not like he did Neymar's the, been close yeah the, the tricks are like more extravagant now but it's not the same yeah it's and a obviously too robotic for my taste actually and I skipped over a big moment uh, Brazil in 2002 uh, oh. uh, when they had Rivaldo Ronaldo Ronaldinho again Ronaldinho Roberto Carlos yeah I mean just a squad and I was like they man. still had yeah man and then uh, I remember I was at a daycare and during the World Cup and I would watch the games with the, the main owner of the house who was this older Mexican dude. And, and his Mexican wife was the one that took care of me because my parents would work all day. And I was, I'd watch all the World Cup games and I'd be like, man, this is sick. You know, I was like, Brazil's yeah, the shit. Like, Brazil's got to be the best team ever because I've never seen anybody do this. And he would explain to me, like, see, see, ese, ese um, uh, Ronaldo, he's like, remember him, you know. And yeah, so I would always reenact the goals, the Rivaldo turnaround shot. Um, you know, that's where my fandom started. Oh, the Ronaldinho goal against the uh, Seaman. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, just you know, yeah. quality goals that it's it looked like arcadey. And so going on from there, I started to follow, follow the game even more closely in my upbringing. And yeah, man, it's uh, it's a wonderful wonderful sport, and for me, it's the best sport because not only of the club level but also the international aspect. And, you know, it's just the diversity that exists within the sport. You look at clubs like City, it's like half oh, of the clubs the South American. And the passion, yeah. Half of them are European, a few African. You know, it's like you just get the best of the best. And yeah, well, even like the shit teams have the most passionate fans. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's, a, it's a sport that will drive you mad. It's, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, that's where my fandom started, really, with, with the U.S. team and the Brazilian team, a mesh of that. I think most fans... Their fandom begins with an international team, because um, yeah, it's something you yeah, can identify with. Well, I mean, especially like people like like us. Like mm-hmm. I said, I, like the only thing I talked about was Mexico, but I remember watching Brazil and France and the whole thing with Ronaldo. Oh, France, yeah, the whole thing with, with like he was having like seizures or something like the day before, and there was like rumors that he was poisoned by the French crowd or something like that. Yeah, I know the French crowd stayed up all night keeping the players up, mm-hmm. but. Um, yeah, I, you know, I remember all that, all that shit. <laughs> it's funny because like I tie one of my like personal memories uh, to to a particular moment in football was the day that it, so it was it was the game the game of uh, after the group stage that Mexico qualified for for Germany where they were giving Germany the business. Yeah, and uh, it was the game that Jurgen Klinsmann uh, scored the winner against Mexico. But that game, uh, I brought home a, uh, an F in my report card. Mm-hmm. 
And I think it was a D, actually. It wasn't even a failing grade. It was just like a bad grade. Yeah. And I had never brought a bad grade home, and my mom whooped my ass so bad. <laughs> like, she just, like, she just fucked me up. But, I, like, it's one of those things that's ingrained in my memory. I was like, oh, it was during that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man, I, you know, past that, you know, it was the Confederations. Then I didn't really watch a lot of European football until probably, like, I was, like, 15 or so, like, 2000. Yeah. yeah, like 2004 or five and stuff. And uh, it just wasn't, like, easy to find out here like that. You know, you had to really. Yeah, that's And you true. were in school at the same time to watch, like, Champions League and all that. Mm-hmm. My first Champions League memory wasn't even, like, the Real Madrid, Zidane, uh, Volley. Mm-hmm. It was it was the AC Milan uh, and uh, and Liverpool game oh. where, where AC Milan was winning 3-0. Fucking and And... Uh, you know the remontada before it was remontada. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, they I had they had, a, they had a squad and Liverpool just came back. That's my first Champions League memory because I didn't know too much about Champions League. I obviously I heard about it, but I'm like, let's watch this shit because like it was like a day off, and I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? Like I know Liverpool, I know AC Milan. Like what the fuck? Why are they playing? Yeah, I guess that's the that's how the interest begins. You're yeah, like, oh, okay, exactly. and you learn, and then you figure it out, and, and you just uh, fall in love with them more. Yeah, man. And I remember, I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I wanted AC Milan to win because I was more familiar with them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't have allegiances to United. I didn't have allegiances all that much to. Well, I did have it to Real Madrid because of the Galacticos. Yeah. And I was like, wait, why aren't they playing? You know. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was it was crazy. I, I remember watching that for sure. Yeah, it's uh, uh, you know, and then the rest is history. Liverpool, the rest is history. Liverpool. You fall in love with it more and more, and well, I was already playing though. Like at that point, I was I was playing football and I was on the varsity team and I was trying out for, you know, professional clubs and stuff. Yeah. But, um, nah, but it's it's a beautiful yeah. sport, man. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. I can tell you, as somebody who's who followed us another sport first, and I still love it dearly as well, but. Uh, the dynamic with soccer is different, man, and it's more globally accepted and globally uh, glorified, glorified, if I if I could say that in any continent. Of course, you know it's beautiful, but yeah, I think that's a well, that's, that's a wonderful it's spot. It's a beautiful too. game. Yeah, it is. It is. Damn, you took me down memory lane, man. Yeah, but it's it's important to discuss. I'm sure, and we'd love to hear what you guys. What what was your oh, guys' yeah, football yeah, memory? Yeah. Ooh, well, that's yeah. a good one. That's a good one. We yeah. have to post that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, so moving on from that, you brought a tear to my eye, by the way. <laughs> uh, club football's back. Yeah, this Premier weekend. Premier League, La Liga. What's, uh, what's on the, on the, I guess we can just, they go down the games and then we'll, we'll go through the barn burner. Right. All that bullshit. So we'll start off with Premier League. Mm-hmm. That's the one that I think we play, pay most attention to, right? For sure. That's that's the league to watch and, right now. And the one that we left off on was uh, uh, Aston Villa and Everton lighting it up. They're both undefeated. And they're yeah. both doing really well. Um, Sheesh. So uh, first ga- first game up on Saturday. It's Fuck. like they're not, there's not a step lost. The Merseyside Derby. Yep. Yeah, let's fucking go, Everton. Come on, you Blues. Let's Everton go, Toffees. Liverpool, man. Come on, Hamas. I know you got, like, okay, I know, like, like uh, emotionally you have Everton, but but mentally and uh, from your knowledge, who you got? The, the team that's undefeated so far. 
Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I just like Everton, man. And this is the first Everton. time Everton have looked like they're on par with Liverpool uh, in ever since, like, I mean, not ever, but in a really since long time. Since you can remember. Really, really, really long time. Liverpool have always been a top club, even in, in the European stage and in, in the league. But even though they just won their first league, but I'm saying like they've always been in the conversation. Everton, on the other hand, they were, they were like a mid-table team at some points. Well, for most of most their, of the time, even yeah, at times, they're like, as long oh. as I can remember, they're never really a factor. But they had uh, the goat, uh, Landon Donovan, so that's kind of it's kind of hard to believe. But goat. anyways, that's no, that's a very loose. Yeah, but no, I I have Everton definition. winning. They just look good, man. Liverpool have looked beatable this year, truthfully. They've won games, you know. They have quality up front, but in the defensive end, especially without... I think they just had that one game that they lost. I think, I, my opinion is uh, it's going to be Everton's first loss. Hmm. Well, uh, no Allison in the lineup. That's interest- That's something to mention. Um, Everton are fire- firing on all cylinders, man. I just... Calvert-Lewin, the way he's playing, he's probably he the hottest first. He did get his first England goal. And he got his first hat trick this season. I mean, he's just playing good, man. Yeah, and Hamas is. Yeah, doing, I mean that's doing. that's just. I mean, it could go either way. Let's see. Actually, let me let me quickly see some. Where are they playing? Oh, uh, Everton's at home. Yeah. Oh well, well. There you go. I mean, it's there you go. Merseyside. So. I'll, I'll, I know it's it's Merseyside, but I still got I got Everton. Um, and listen, Liverpool are a good team, but Everton looks sharp right now. And Carlo Ancelotti is a new it's a new face, man. I don't know if Klopp's ready to prepare for him. He doesn't think, know what to expect. I think Liverpool's got it still. Um, Granted that they have their whole, mm. their whole team. Yeah, well, we'll we'll just have to see about that. I mean, Yerimina has big pockets, and I'm sure he could fit Salah, Firmino, and Mane all at once. Yeah, but Thiago. Oh, Thiago! Come on, man. That's easy money for Alan. No, it's not. And Markham. I you just don't think they got an answer for Calvert Lewin, man. You, you, uh, uh, there's a there's a big man named Virgil Van Dyke. Virgil, yeah, man, he's approaching the game like a virgin. More looks like he has no experience. That's just how I feel. But I mean, just <laughs> yeah. uh, sorry, man. That, that, that's just that, that's a little too harsh. That's, yeah, that's blasphemous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you better take that back. <laughs> nah, no, I ain't taking it back. I'm just like maybe that was a little harsh. Harsh, it's harsh, but it's, but you got to take it back. Um, not when you got Hamas and Car- Calvert Lewin the way they're playing. Um, Fair enough. No, I understand your confidence. Um, yeah, but I'm kind of hoping for it too. Yeah, 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 I know it's. Yeah, yeah. I know they're the I, defending I just, champs, but I, they they lost. Look, the, they look, they just came off the seven two. They're not gonna stay undefeated. No, oh, yeah, of course not. But they 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 just like I'm, Liverpool just came off of a seven two. Look, I'm probably not gonna wake up for this, but when I wake up on Saturday morning. I'm just going to have to go on a bender, a bro, win. and just stay up the whole night to watch it. Damn. Well, I got my own methods. You're going to go skiing. But that's, that's neither here nor there. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> but, All right. Uh, uh, moving on. Moving on. That's just, yeah. Chelsea versus Southampton. Uh, that's easy money, no? Yeah, it's a Southampton win. Mason well, Mount's good. To be fair, Ginepo's a, a, a baller. Danny Yangs. Danny Yangs. You think he could just mix up Reese James like that? or? Well, he'll mix up a Rudiger... Whoever's in the... Oh, Thiago. Thiago Silva. Thiago no, Silva. Es el mejor defensor de Brasil. No, no. Uh, not, not these days, man. He'll get mixed up. Um, maybe eight years ago. You know, ago. I'm going to call for the upset. All right. Chelsea hasn't done anything to tell me that they're a top club, top side. Listen, 
Pulisic's getting his first 90. He's gonna have, he's gonna have something to say about that, and you best believe Pulisic can run. That's all he does. He'd he be fooling y'all. <laughs> I heard about he that. Does all that running. He's gonna he's gonna score at least at least one, and then assist maybe another two. But we'll see. You know, I mean that's that's bold of you. Okay, so you so that's three Chelsea goals, right? Yeah. Southampton's gonna dump four. Uh, Danny Ings hat trick and Gineppo the other goal. Yeah, there you go. Well, we'll see, man. I have Chelsea. If I had to put hey, money, how tricky is Gineppo? Oh, dude, he's fucking good. Yeah. I love yes, him. Yes, sir. He's fucking good. Yes, he's like sir. a Maximin, but you know, still developing. Developing, but tricky. Yeah, he's so and, good. And uh, Chelsea doesn't do good with tricky. Nah. No. Well, they got enough tricks up up, up under their sleeves, so. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah, those tricks are wearing skirts like Werner and uh, Havertz. Well, they're coming off of a sharp sick. weekend, both uh, finding goals. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's the Southampton team is better than Switzerland. That is true. Yeah. Anyway, you got a Chelsea win. Chelsea, man. That's your second team, well, by the yeah, way. I like them. I like them. Southampton, I got them getting the upset on the, the road. Oh, you're on a red, yeah. I'm more of a blue guy. Uh, and uh, speaking of blue and red, damn, for real, that's crazy how that works, huh? Yeah. Um, well, I'm gonna have to. Well, go with it's my been team. it's been three blue and red uh, yeah. matches. Um, uh, I have City winning. I mean, City, Manchester City versus Arsenal. Obviously, you're gonna pick City. That's yeah. I'm a fan. I mean, but I believe in our guys. That's no surprise. They're they're a top side. To be fair, that's not outrageous to say. I'm going to be so But heated. you know me. I got to go for Arsenal. Yeah, I know. If we lose to Arsenal, I'm going to be so heated, bro. Oh, I'm going to be so but heated. But there's nothing to be ashamed of, man. Arsenal is a top side. I know, but... In my, in my opinion, Arsenal Arsenal are going to be competing for a top three spot. They could be, but it's just the fact that we lost the game to them already. Like, I feel like the lads are going to be just fucking zoned in. And but, Arsenal only got better since then. Well, they got party. They got, but, 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 but City are there to that, spoil... They're, they're a little more... They're a little more tight. They're a little more... Yeah, but C- City are there to spoil the party, and we're going to do it. And then we got, hopefully, Aguero coming back. Um, I mean, I think it's... it's. Well, let, let's see. Well, who's going to... I'm, I'm just trying to think of who's going to put De Bruyne in their pocket. Mm, I don't know. You still don't have a striker. Well, if Aguero's back... I he's mean, not. And, and Gabriel Jesus looks like he's going to be back. Oh, is he? Yeah, okay, he's already. Right, yeah, and hopefully, I mean, you're talking me into it. I mean, no, no, but I just think maybe it's at the Etihad too. I mean, not to say that helps so much, but I mean, it's they're gonna be at their home. I just think uh, City and Pep are hungry. They just took a a draw against Leeds, and I think they're heated. And, the, and a loss before. I'm taking Arsenal, man. All right. Well, to be fair, taking I mean, Arsenal three to one. You're that's your second team, so yeah, I yeah, understand. three to one. 3-1, wow. Man. Arsenal is legit. You know, Laporte is alive, right? You know he's alive? He's gonna. He's not going to let that okay. happen. He's inbred, too. Oh, fucking hell. Own goal or what? <laughs> nah, he's just going to get mixed up by Aubameyang. Man, the only thing Aubameyang is mixing is his, his noodles, bro, when he's <laughs> eating after being Arsenal, depressed. Arsenal 3-1, KDB in someone's pocket. When KDB is not functioning. Well, 3-1, who's scoring for City? Uh... Gabby J, if he plays. If he plays. If he doesn't play. Own goal from Raza. Tierney? Oh, okay. Raza. All right, fair enough. We, uh, I mean, we're acting like Bellerin. Oh, I'm sorry. Bellerin is, is a bad player. 
he's straight or whatever. I think he's uh he's better on the runway, if anything. Oh, uh, don't be told. say that. Don't but, say that. But um, oh, so since you gave your score line, I gave mine two one. Um, I have uh, KDB scoring a goal from free kick and then another goal set piece. KDB assist to Laporte. Oh, so no games, no no goals in open play. No, because that's knowing, a lack of confidence. Knowing Arteta, he's gonna he's gonna play a low block Fuck, against him, like that. a little f, f word. Um, <clears throat> you can say b word too, man. We don't have to be misogynistic. Oh no no, it's it's not the homophobic slur. But um, anyways, Ooh. moving on. You have three one. I have two one. I think uh, I think Arsenal are in. If not in getting to the same stratosphere as uh, Liverpool and uh, City, I they're my favorite team outside of the top two for sure. They're better than Chelsea. Better than Chelsea. Better than United. Better than Tottenham. Uh, and Tottenham's a sneaky one. Tottenham's like top four. I don't know. I don't sneaky know how I feel about Tottenham because they're good. They can get but results, I but yeah. I but I do think out of all the all the London clubs, Arsenal is the best one, and they just added party. Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. Welcome Newcastle, to the Newcastle host Manchester United. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with my gut. I'm gonna go with my gut and say Manchester United. Mm. I'm gonna go with Newcastle. Wow. I mean, they're actually they're actually after a, a decent uh, yeah, start. They're good. They're a good decent start. But who have they played? They've only lost one only once this season. Yeah, but who have they played? Shonate. And they, and they they were lucky to get a draw against Tottenham. That was cheap. But they have St. Maximin, who just signed another contract, by the way. Yeah, who cares about him? Uh, Miguel Almiron. Again, who cares? Um, uh, ¿Cómo se llama este? Uh, they were hoping that they would get some money, but they didn't. So, uh, they're, they're, look, United's got it. 2-0. Right. I have, I have a 2-0 Newcastle win. but Oh, we both have 2-0. Right. Fair enough. Fair, fair enough. enough, yeah. All right. Well, Sheffield United versus Fulham. Wow, both both teams have zero wins. Both Ew. teams have, uh, I think, four four losses actually, or two losses. Yeah. Oh. F- in the table, they're both defeated. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah, they're both zero and four. Um. I th- this is not a match that that does anything for me. Uh, I'll take Sheffield. El champion. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one. Yeah, it's not gonna be an entertaining one, but maybe one zero. I don't know. Crystal Palace versus Brighton. Who you got? Crystal Palace, Brighton. I'm gonna have to go Crystal Palace. I'll go Crystal Palace too. Uh, I like Zaha. I like, I like Easy. Zaha. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, Brighton's not bad, but I I think they're too susceptible in the back line. So yeah, and they have a they have a way of not showing up. Anyway, moving on. Tottenham versus West Ham. That's actually not a bad game. Not a bad one, yeah. We got. Uh, I'm gonna go West Ham. David Moyes, wow. come on, let's go, lads. Up the fucking hammers. Um, <laughs> Mikel Antonio playing out of his skin. I think yeah, he's gonna he's get good, a brace. Man. He's good. He's he's a decent. brace. Okay. Yeah, he can get a brace, but they're still gonna lose. Tottenham. I got Tottenham. Oh shit. That's kind of Tottenham. For sure. Well, we'll have to just see on that, man. Uh, Harry Kane getting into that 10 position. He, he's he been traditionally a nine, uh, a pure striker, but Mourinho's reeled him back a bit. Mourinho's put him in more of a creative position, and I think it's been working out for Tottenham 
way better than he anticipated. It looks like Gareth Bale might be ready. Yeah. Unleash the dragon. Unleash the dragon, man. And uh, I I think he's going to pick up where he left off in the Premier League, man. I don't know. I have a feeling. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know, man. You sleeping on the Clippers, man. Nah, just <laughs> kidding. Nah, I, I mean, listen, like Tottenham have the better team, but I just feel like West Ham have the capabilities of upsetting them. I feel like Tottenham are the team this year that are going to beat teams that are better than them. Just because of the the style they have, but we'll see, man. I mean, I know had I mean, sorry, Hazard, Harry Kane, and, and Son are playing really good. I mean, they they've been like the main source of their offense. So I think Son is gonna challenge for the Golden Boot. Ah, oh, fuck Kill no. Ming Son. Ah, uh, fuck no, fuck no. I mean, he's that's, got that's, six that's, goals. that's optimism, but I know, but he's it's only gonna last so long. I like Kill Ming Son, man. I think he should just stick to the Korean military for all I care, but. That's neither here nor there. Whoa, man. Come on, man. Nah, he's he's a dirty little prick, man. I'm sorry. He, he just why? Cause tries he to play kick, it. Why? Because he kicked Rudiger in the nuts? Yeah, that's not cool, As man. if you and I wouldn't do that. You don't fuck that. with the Blues. Ah, oh, fuck the Blues. All right. Anyway, uh, last game is going to be... Oh, wait. No, it's not the last game, but... Second to last, yeah. Uh, last game uh, of the Sunday matches is Leicester versus Aston Villa. That's a fucking good match. That's not a bad one. It, it's nice because I'm going to be up for it for sure. Man, I have... Actually, you know, we've been ah. picking wins, wins, wins. I have a draw here. I, ha- I have a 3-3 draw. 3-3 draw. Wow. I think both both sides That's are a- good attacking. Jack Grealish. I don't want either to win. So if, if Aston Villa wins, they're going to think they're better than they are, which they do now. They they think they're, they're Aston nice. Villa. Aston Villa thinks they're they're 3-0 no good. They're yeah. not. Oh, but they have Jack Grealish. But Jack Grealish, uh, as good as Jack Grealish is, he still deserves to be a bench player for England. He's not better than that. any of the better of the starters. He's not better than Harry Kane. He's not better than Marcus Rashford. Is he He's better not, than Mount? Yeah, but Mount, Mount's not an actual starter. Is he better than Foden? That's a tough one. They're like neck and neck, I feel. They're neck and neck. I'll take Grealish over Mount, or over Foden. Just off experience. Off experience, for sure. But he's not better than Sancho. Mm. He's yeah, not better than Raza. Is he better than Ross Barkley, his teammate? <laughs> yeah, Ross Barkley's not a footballer. Oh. Um, ah, man, I don't, I don't like Leicester. But they took a loss, so they're not as strong of a, of a position. I'll t- I'll, I'll, you know what? I'll take Leicester just because of the Jamie Vardy factor and because Leicester actually has a pretty good team. Yeah, they, got a, they do got a good team. They man. do got a good team, man. Um, Vardy is playing out of his skin Vardy, right now. Vardy, well, I wouldn't say he's playing out of his skin. He's the scoring penalties. He had the, the nice goal on Ederson. Yeah, that one goal. He had that one goal in open play. Fine, whatever. But... Uh, you know, Siyonku, Siyonchu, however mm-hmm. you want to call it, Barnes. Uh, they they got a good team. Justin James, James Justin, whatever fucking yeah. name is. Um, yeah, can't they, forget they, about James Madison. Madison, dude, he's so good. Yeah, yeah, and uh, Maddie Cash. So you know, wait, is he? No, that's Villa. That's a uh, Leeds, 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 Leeds. Who played to on Monday? No, Maddie Cash is not on Leeds. Oh, I'm thinking about Dallas. Yeah, I don't know. Fuck. All these British people. Anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's that's Sunday's games. Ooh. Oh. Anyway, West Brom versus Burnley. Uh, I have a nil nil draw. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I have uh, a snoozer. I have a snoozer at nine a nine thirty a.m. on Monday. But Leeds versus Wolves. 
You know what? I'll take leads on that one. Yeah, I am. I have to agree with you. But it's gonna be a good game. That's I can see game. that one becoming like a four three. That's a good game. Three two for sure, know? for sure. But I'll yeah. take leads. Leads. I have a uh, Patrick Bamford scoring his. Jack Harrison getting his. Fuck it, Calvin Phillips. Get yours, son. Get yours. All right, all right, all right. All right. I like that. I, but right. Wolves is good. But you know they look kind of lacking they're even from the, the end of last they're season. Not the, they're not the same. No, they're definitely not the same. And Raul Jimenez, get your shit on, man. Get your shit right. Yes, sir. Um. La Liga. Ooh, the first game is not bad. Granada versus Sevilla. Sevilla. Sevilla, huh? I like Sevilla on that one. I'll take Sevilla. Yeah. Um, the next game is not bad either. Uh, Celta Vigo versus Atletico. Hmm. Man. I mean, I have to go with Atletico, but yeah. Sevilla, I mean, Celta Vigo is not a bad team. Celta Vigo, uh, let's see where they are. 13th place. They're, they have the same amount of points as uh, Atletico, but they have two games in hand over Atletico. Not bad. Honestly, uh, I think just uh, Atletico has just has more talent, don't they? They're just know? a better team yeah, all around. Yeah, and Especially coming off their last result where they drew. Well, I think they're hungry for well, a result. Atletico's drawn twice in a row. They had a great start the first match. Suarez coming in, you well, know, it was nice and special. But when you're an artist, you got to draw. And I think they're 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 coming up with their picture, and they're gonna they're gonna get a they're gonna string a few wins, in my opinion. You give an artist, draw you get artist, Felix, you get a fucking Suarez. brush. I'm a fucking draw. Diogo Costa, El Pistolero, Simon. Uh, all right, yeah, Atlético. I got them winning a tidy three to zero, three three to nil win. Yeah, got, right. uh, can't forget about Carrasco. Who's a baller? He's he's decent. He's straight or whatever. <laughs> um, Next match. Nah. I have I have a one one draw. Uh, Cadiz Cadiz getting their goal. Madrid getting Real their Madrid goal. Real Madrid drawing with Cadiz. Yeah, Cadiz is gonna score a goal early and just fucking sit back. Impossible. Come on, Mats. Vamos, Cadiz. Impossible. Uh, I don't see it. No. I see Real Madrid running rampant four to zero. Ah, oh, fuck that, dude. And Courtois having a last-minute save to keep the clean sheet. I don't know about that, son, but uh, I think it's going to be... Courtois has a- been fucking immense. He sh- Man, I like Old Block, but that's... You can like Old Block all you want, but uh, Courtois... Courtois has just got his name, man. I just I don't know if you're putting I don't know if you're putting enough respect on uh, on on Cadiz man they're not a they're not a bad team they're not a bad team but have they faced anyone on the level of Real Madrid? Well, Real Madrid is gonna run over them, brother. Cadiz is a nice ninth place right now. They um, they've only they've lost twice, they've won twice, and they drew once. Um, I don't know, man. You're sleeping (laughs) on them. Uh, no, uh, Real Madrid is a. Uh, Real Madrid's gonna run them over. It's possible, but I just feel like this is. A uh, I see a four. I see a four nil win. Four nil. Who's scoring? Benz is getting a brace. Uh, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get Jovic on the board, and a cheeky <laughs> with a Gordon. Jovic, that man couldn't hit a barn door right now. Simple yeah, as me. Well. Well, thankfully, Cadiz is bigger than a barn door, so we'll, we'll oh, get that. Fuck it now. We'll get that. Well, the next game after that is Hetafe versus Bar- Barcelona. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you might want to give your, your result first because I'm, I'm going to get wild with it. I'll take Barcelona 2-0. All right. I got Barcelona 5-0. All 
uh, brace from Conrad wait, de la Fuente. Wait, where, where's uh, where's um, where's Hitafe on the table? Hitafe seventh place. Oh, I'm confident with my two zero. Barcelona only scores that many goals against the relegation team, so I, I'm not. Conrad de la Fuente. That's not even a good player. He's decent. Um, I think he's gonna get his debut goal. Uh, you know, Ansu Fati's playing out of his skin right now. Mm. Ansu Fati is fooling y'all. Mm. By the uh, way, I don't know about that. I'd say he's he's better than Rodrigo. Or no? Um, you tell me. Rodrigo's not that great though. Anytime he lined up on him. Hmm. Yeah. Which he hasn't because he was on the bench. Oh. But look. Rodrigo's not that great, so you can compare it to Vinicius, and then I'll tell you, Vinicius is a better player. Well, I like Vinicius a lot, to be fair. I think Vinicius is better than any winger Barcelona has. And more more based on potential, but he's shown me the raw elements, so I won't argue with you there. Yeah. But huh. Barca's going to smack Hetafe. I'm sorry. They do that to those teams, though. Getafe is not a great team. Let it be Madrid, bro. We got. We're gonna kick it for the El Clasico. Hopefully, we, we have the day off. This motherfucker. Grab a few, bur- uh, a few drinks, some, some wings. Hey, twenty fourth. All right, there you go. Then. Hey, it's a date. Uh, get some wings. Just you know, promise me you won't get mad because I, I don't get mad, man. Clearly, Barca. Are. I'm just gonna punch another hole in this one. It's, <laughs> it's the Ronald Coleman effect, man. Don't sleep on him. It's a, he's the second coming of uh, Cruyff. To tell that to Everton. Oh shit! <laughs> you right, you yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You tell that. Yeah. You tell that to Everton. <laughs> All right. The next game is Eibar versus Otazuna. Damn. That's a two-two draw. That's a snoozer. Um. Yeah. I I see a draw, but I don't know what the score is. It could be one-one, nil-nil. Uh, Atlético Bilbao versus I, Levante. Atle- Bilbao, right? Ah man. Iñaki Williams brace. Two to one win for Athletic because they they've been very disappointing this season, man. This one's gonna be good. Valencia Villarreal. I know, I know, I know. You know what? I'll take Villarreal two to one. I'm gonna take uh, Valencia. Vamos, oh, he, just did the, he just did the unforgivable kissing the Valencia badge. You don't do that. Yeah, I'm wearing my my Valencia kit, the 2016 Halloween edition with the bat. Listen. I like Villarreal, but they haven't had a hot hot start. That Kubo kid, well, he has overhyped. Well, well, he hasn't gotten a fair shake. Oh man, he and can wait, shake wait, these. Villarreal is in fourth place. Ah, well, don't sleep on Valencia. Well, they have two games ahead of uh, Barcelona. Yeah, they know they played like from the from the raw beginning. From the very beginning. Yeah, right. so I mean, yeah, I mean that's gonna be a good I'll match. Take, I'll take Villarreal. I'll, I'll take Valencia. It's gonna be a close game. I have a two-one. I have a 2-1, too. All right. For Villarreal. All right. All right. Alaves. Alaves. Versus Elche. Elche. Leche. Elche. Oh, man. I don't have an opinion on this No, shit, no. Man. Fuck man, it. Yeah, fuck it. Huesca versus Valladolid. I have Valladolid winning that. Just because yeah, they have that experience. 1-0. In the league. Yeah, 1-0. 1-0 win. Oh, this was oh, a good one. Yeah, this is a good one. Oh, this is a good one. Real Betis versus Toyada. Yeah. I have Sociedad. Betis winning for myself. Uh, vamos Ingeniero Pellegrini. Uh, I'll take I'll take um Yeah, I'll take Betis. Yeah. Uh, uh it's gonna be a close game though. Two to one. Two one. I have three two, two just because they're both really good attacking sides. One uh, when they're not defending against a big club. Yeah, that's why, yeah. I feel yeah. like 
they're gonna come at you. It's a winnable game for both teams. It's yes. just whoever scores. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. I got you. It's All gonna right. be a good one. Um, anything else that you want to mention on man? We're we, we're at one, one an hour and forty. Well, is there isn't there one more? That, or that was it for Spanish league? That was it for Spanish. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, well, not much to say, man. Honestly, I'm just so excited for league to be back more than anything. Yeah, it's much more interesting. <laughs> more, I'm just more invested in it. Kick back, have my coffee. My croissant quoi with quoi some quoi eggs quoi and some bacon, some sausage, and some... Oh, you know Henry loves that sausage. Oh, well, uh, pause. Time out. Uh, but no, I'm so excited for League to come back. Truly, and I'm sure you are. Yeah. And I'm man. sure all 100%. you guys listening right 100%. now. Um, yeah, man. I'm just fucking... I'm happy. Can't wait. All right, man. Uh, any parting thoughts? Uh, no, no, no. I feel like we're missing something. That we wanted to talk about, but, you know. Oh, yeah. Uh, Giorena the GOAT. Oh. Already, huh? Well, he's going to be a Madrid player soon, so. He's rumored. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see, man. We'll see, we'll see. We'll see, we'll see if he deserves it. <laughs> All right, man. Uh, bottle talk number 17 coinciding with uh, Lakers' 17th title. You know, champs. Again, feels so good. Yes, sir. Anything else, my boy? No, that would be all. Thanks, lads, for listening in again. Always enjoying the podcast, and yeah. All right, man. All right, everybody, take it easy. We're listening to Adela Costa right now. We'll get a new track soon. Stay tuned. Thank you. Cheers, lads. Bye-bye.